Hello there and welcome to another um, podcast of What A Week That Was, which is a live stream I do every Friday night, 8pm UK time. Um, so I've done 20, 20 odd of them now. Uh, no more. I've done one a week since the beginning of January. We're in, well, tomorrow we're at the beginning of October. Anyway, um, no matter how you look at it, um, I've done a lot. So there's plenty to have a look at. Basically, I look at the news from around the world, um, local news, as in the United Kingdom, but also I do, towards the end, a section on American news and how Americans report the news and sometimes ask the question, what the hell is going on in the minds of the people who run American, particularly people like Ted Cruz and people like that are just bonkers. Anyway, quite a lot of um, hits from America uh, we seem to be getting at the moment, so New York, Washington, New Bedford, Manchester, um, we've also got uh, Indiana, uh, has done quite well, Kansas, uh, Wichita, um, a lot of people from there seem to be uh, listening as well, uh, San Antonio, so hello to all you guys and girls, a big red dot there, where's that, uh, Boardman Bombing Range, so hello to you guys as well, although it's probably just the CIA making sure I'm not a Russian uh, Activist or something stupid like that, but I'm, I'm not. I don't like Russia either. Uh, Oakland, um, and then we've even got uh, uh, Mexico City, uh, Honduras, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, and then all you poor people uh, down in uh, Miami, uh, Cape Coral, Tampa, uh, Orlando, uh, where obviously you've just had uh, the really bad... Um, hurricane come through um, but no it's greatly appreciated I don't make any money from this I don't do this for the money I just do it because I have an opinion and it's interesting when people listen to your opinion and see what they think hello as well to uh, Russia hiya Bor uh, Boris hiya Vladimir hope you're well um, I'm not your biggest fan but uh, you've quite a lot of hits from Moscow uh, bear in mind no one's got the internet there no one from Europe uh, apart from uh, Belgium but no one else and then obviously Wigan where I live, London, um, St Albans, um, Birmingham um, has got quite a few hits as well so yeah it's getting global mainly American uh, Lancaster as well so that's probably any up your well um, if you want to actually get an, a name check then join the actual broadcast itself uh, when that's on um, and then you know if you comment keep it clean then what we do is we have a little chat uh, and then at the end of the thing I'll shut your name out for uh, doing well joining in anyway that's enough of me wittering on it's now time for me to actually start the broadcast itself uh, plenty of news this week uh, to get through so I will start that now BIM guess what it's Friday it's eight o'clock and one minute and um, it's what a week that was for the 30th of September 2022 tomorrow is October what the heck is going on with this year it's going so fast uh, stuff going to talk about this week um, Russian um, what's going on in Ukraine um, NASA uh, thinking that God um, <laughs> gas pipe sabotage was it wasn't it a new leader in Italy um, and massive weather um, situations going on around the world, tragedy, left, right and centre, and um, some breaking news, 
which was from the 1960s, but more of that shortly. So, to begin with, um, this week we saw the sad passing of uh, Julio, Julio uh, the rapper who I think did uh, Monster's Paradise, uh, might what it's called. Living in a gangster's paradise, that's the one. Um, he passed away at the age of 59, um, which is very sad. Uh, hi JT, hi Rachel as well, hope you're well. Um, like I said earlier, if you want to uh, get a shout out, then just type in something um, and we can uh, we can say hello to you all. Um, so yeah, breaking news, but from like 50 odd years ago, not 60 odd years ago, near enough. And that is um, the Moore's Murders. Now if you're not familiar, hi Kieran, if you're not familiar, the Moore's Murderers are um, Brady and Hinley um, and they took young children off the streets of Manchester and surrounding areas and basically murdered them and then buried them on the moors which is like um, natural habitat in the near in, in the area very mossy very peaty um, and very high up as well um, they got caught and this was in the 1960s um, and all the bodies apart from one have been found uh, and the one that hasn't been found is Keith Bennett. His mother spent her life trying to get um, Hinley and Brady to actually say where the body was, um, but she died a few years ago not knowing where her son was, and that must have been awful for her. Her brother took up the mantle, his brother, sorry, took up the mantle, um, and now it seems that someone who has been looking into this, uh, like an author-type person, has um, discovered some remains on the moors which may be that of Keith Bennett and as horrendous as it sounds I hope it is, is because the family need closure everyone needs closure now the, the two murderers are, are dead uh, they both died in prison um, like I said this was in the 1960s uh, I was born the year that uh, Ian Brady went missing uh, and not that far away from where it happened um, it was Hattersley where they lived and I grew up in a place called Staley Bridge, and the house that they murdered the children in, which was a council house, was literally a mile and a half up the road from where I, I was brought up. Uh, but after they, uh, they'd they already been arrested, the house later got demolished because no one wanted to live there, obviously. Uh, just horrendous. But they they went all over the northwest, um, basically stealing children from places. So hopefully, normally try and keep this light-hearted, um, but... You can't always, I'm afraid. Um, but hopefully there will be uh, some justice for the family um, and they can have some peace, uh, finally. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Right then. No doubt we'll be doing more about that as, uh, as things go on. R right, in Britain, we've got a new government. We've got Liz Truss. And you know what I'm saying? Bring back Boris. Oh, my God. God, she is useless. Um, she's got a chance, new Chancellor of the Exchequer, who is beyond useless. Uh, we talked last week of the uh, budget uh, that they did, um, tax cuts, um, and they reduced the 45% tax cut for the highest earners to 40%, uh, which means if you're on stupid amount of money, you're getting tens of thousands of pounds a year back in tax uh, that you're not paying anymore whereas if you're desperate for money and you're on a low income wage 
you're basically getting bugger all back. Um, and because the pound against the dollar has just fallen through the floor, uh, I mean, at one point it was it was practically a pound was worth a dollar. Now, I've never in my life known that. Um, it's always been round about one dollar, between 15 and, say, 30. Uh, occasionally a bit high, occasionally a bit lower, but generally in those 15 cents. Um, but that means that everything in Britain's going up because you buy stuff with dollars and if our pound sterling is not worth as much as it was against the dollar that means that things are more expensive in the long run um, and it's it's definitely not a good thing um, but she thinks it's alright and more importantly or less importantly I'll be honest with you um, the cabinet seem to think it's alright as well and they've been defending it but of course Liz Truss being Liz Truss um, she had a, a lovely jolly during the week and uh, she went off to uh, New York to um, see the UN um, and then she disappeared. So all this crap's going on, everyone's panicking and everyone's terrified of mortgage rates going up um, and price of everything going up um, and she's just hiding somewhere. Um, house prices well a lot of places now have reduced mortgages or taken away mortgages that people were going to go for because they can't guarantee that the people who are getting the mortgages will be able to afford them in three months time or even a month's time because they've messed up the economy how can anyone mess up an economy that badly that quickly well Liz Truss can in Liz we trust um, I did write a thing in the um, the local paper, I'm a columnist in the local paper, um, I put the blogs up online as well, um, you can find them if you know what to look for, um, I don't advertise them but I do do them, and the, uh, the what I put up was a, was a little song, um, obviously written, um, and basically it was a parody of the Robin Hood song, there was a Robin Hood TV show in the 60s and 70s or thereabouts, uh, and the theme tune of it was Robin Hood, Robin Hood, riding through the glen. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, with a band of men. Loved by the poor, hated by the rich. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, Robin Hood. So I, I, I changed it too. Lizzie Truss, Lizzie Truss, lives at number 10. Lizzie Truss, Lizzie Truss, with a band of diverse sycophants. Because we can't say men anymore now because it's sexist. And they're not all men anyway. Um, loved by the poor. Loved by the rich, Lizzie Truss, Lizzie Truss, Lizzie Truss. Uh, yeah, basically, as you pointed out, Billy Shears, the party members who voted for her are all eye earners. They're all middle-aged white men, near enough. Um, and they all live in the south of England. Who's benefited from these tax cuts more than anyone else? Oh, that'll be the rich people from the south of England. Um, all the people who are in the cabinet are not necessarily the people who are the best for the job, as we've already found out with our new Chancellor, who's, who's beyond useless. Um, they are the people who supported her. So basically, hence the word sycophants, she surrounded herself by her perceived friends uh, in order to govern without any challenges. But you've got to have people in your cabinet, in your government, who say, no, you can't do that because of this. Why don't we try this? Why don't we try that? And it just seems ridiculous that the whole economy of Britain has just gone through the ringer in a week. Uh, it's just absolutely horrendous what is going on. Um, 
there's a video saying uh, Labour are 38% ahead or something. Yeah, they, they do polls um, like they do in America as well, Democrats and Republicans and all that. And they say, you know, if there was a, an election today, who would win? Uh, and they're all saying Labour. Now, uh, good channel you have. Keep up the good work. Well done. Oh, thank you, Billy Shears. Um, but the, the problem you've got is that the Labour Party are, you won't believe this, beyond the useless. Um, they had their party conference this week um, and, well, it was interesting. For a start, they sang the national anthem, which is now God save our gracious King, uh, because obviously the Queen has passed away. But they've not sang any national anthem for decades. And people are saying, is that because it was to a woman? But now it's a king, they can sing it. Then when they sang it, Keir Starmer was sat there clapping and I've never seen anyone clap so badly. It was like a, a seal that had been given an injection kind of thing. He was kind of clapping like that. I mean, you know, it's not difficult clapping. I mean, okay, some people struggle eating a bacon sandwich. Hi, Ed Miliband, I noticed you're back in the shower cabinet. But if you can't clap or even walk, there was a bit where he was walking down a corridor and he looked like, have you ever done that thing where you're walking down a street or a mall or, or on a sidewalk or whatever and there's someone behind you and you know they're behind you um, and they were talking and then they kind of stopped talking and then you're thinking, well, the only thing they could be looking at is me because I'm in front of them. There's no one else around. So then you think, I hope I'm walking all right. It might just be me, this, I don't know. So then you concentrate on your walking. So you, you, you kind of think, right. Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I won't swim my arms too much and, you know, and I'll, you know, I won't look like I'm sauntering down. I'll, you know, I'll do that. I'll do a And you just walk like a, a demented robot. Um, again, it might just be me, but it does happen um, to me. Um, and he was the same thing. And I'm like, he's got the charisma, Keir Starmer. I wouldn't vote for him. He's got the charisma of a, a dead squid. Um his plans he's got, we're going to make an energy company called GB Energy or GB Power or something like that. And it's going to be owned by the government. Right, okay then. How do you set up a energy company from scratch? You need billions and billions and billions of pounds, dollars, yen, whatever, to actually set the thing up. And then you need to get the infrastructure in. You need to have the equipment that will produce the power where's that going to come from so complete waste of time if you want to do that you just privatize no nationalize the energy companies you don't set up a new one going against all the big companies that are already there you buy them out it's going to cost you billions to buy them out but then you will own it but the infrastructure is there already um all the power plants all the um green parts of it i.e the wind turbines the uh, solar panels, not that I agree with any of that. We need nuclear power. Um, that's the only thing Liz Truss has come up with that I agree with at the moment, and that is we we need to sort out global warming. Uh, sad fact, there is very little choice to vote for come the next election. Yeah, there wasn't in the last election either, Billy. Um, if you were voting in the last election, we had a choice of Boris Johnson or uh, Jeremy Corbyn because the other parties, they're never going to get in power. And Jeremy Corbyn was just completely off his rocker. Um, so it's like, you have to vote for Boris, because at least Boris knows he's mad. Whereas Corbyn thought he was a genius. So we voted 
as a country for the right one, as it happens where I am, because uh, I'm in Wigan, they voted for a Labour MP, but I did give my vote to the Tories because I didn't want Corbyn getting in. Um, and then we had um, Brexit, which mm, kind of sorted, more sorted than anyone else. Um, and then we had the Covid crisis, and then we had Russia invading Ukraine. Now imagine if Corbyn had been Prime Minister when those things happened. Um, the place would be very different. Mind you, to be fair, Liz Truss, in a week after the funeral of the, uh, the Queen, in the week of the funeral of the Queen even, completely destroyed the entire economy. Um, so we, we've kind of fast-tracked where we would have probably got to, apart from not speaking Russian, that we would have done if Jeremy Corbyn had been in power. But anyway, I digress. Um, and then next to him in the picture there is Angela Rayner. Now, she, ironically, is the MP for the town next to... Um, <laughs> I'm coming up to... I'm, I'm talking about Italy later, so yeah, hang around for that one. Um, <laughs> she's... Uh, Ashton Underline MP, and I know that because, like I said before, I was brought up in Stirling Bridge. Ashton Underline is the big town near Stirling Bridge. So if you want to do shopping, that was you know bigger names shops rather than just independent shops. You go to Ashton, and she's the MP for that. Now Keystone has got the personality, like I said before, of a dead squid. She's got the personality of a washerwoman. Uh, you know, like she, you, you can imagine her scrapping outside a, a bar or a pub or something at three o'clock in the morning, uh, calling all the people's um, names under the sun and everything and she's a redhead and she lives up to that and she got in trouble for saying I can't remember what it was now but she, she said something about the Tories um, I, I, I can't remember well, she got in trouble for it anyway anyway then Keir Starmer makes her uh, uh, into the deputy leader but apparently they don't get on that well but they are completely different but that probably works in the fact that they can challenge each other of what they're doing um, and she says that she thinks Labour MPs should support pickets on the line when they're on strike. Uh, and Keir Starmer says we shouldn't, we should distance ourselves from that, but we can support them from a distance. Um, like I say, he's just a wet lettuce, no idea what's going on. Um, that woman looks like a tank. Uh, <laughs> you've seen some very strange tanks in your time, mate. Uh, wouldn't want to meet her in a dark alley. No, I wouldn't want to meet her outside the chippy, to be fair. She might want to nick one of my chips. But, uh, yeah, Labour, are, for me, are unelectable as well because it's all right coming up with stuff when you're not in charge um, and saying, oh, we'll do this, we'll do that, we'll do the other. It'll be wonderful, it'll be beautiful. The light, you know, We'll all live happily ever after. And I'm like, no, we won't because you, you've done this before when you were in government um, and things have not been right for a long while. What we need is a brand new party to come from nowhere, a bit like UKIP nearly did. Um, and kind of shake up the establishment. You know, have people who are not knights of the realm, people who are not millionaires leading these parties, people who've actually lived on council estates and had the bailiffs knocking on the door. Um, you know, things like that. That's what we need. We need someone, real people, uh, who've got a bit of common sense as well. So we could say we need people who are common sensey. <laughs> they've got common sensey, I don't know. Uh, they've got common sense and they're going to uh, make a change. Now, there are elections all over the world all the time. And as uh, as just been pointed out by um, Billy, in Italy, uh, this young lady has now become, or is about to become, probably, the Prime Minister. Now, Ita Italian politics is insane. It is madness. I mean, our lot is mad. Italy just notched it up to about a 15 billion 
times madder. Um, there's not been uh, an overall government in Italy, possibly forever. They're all um, coalitions of different ones, including Berlusconi, who I think is a convicted criminal or not far off. Uh, why am I thinking about that scary Chucky doll? Oh yeah, for the ginger ale, that lady. Yes, Billy, you're not far off. Um, but she's the Brotherhood of Italy, I think it's called. Uh, and she's the leader of the party, which in itself is ironic. Um, but they got more votes than anyone else, and she's setting up now um, a new government. She's trying to negotiate with other parties to, to make a government. Um, but she is far right, which makes Jeremy Corbyn look like he's middle grounder. I mean, she is far, far right. She's the furthest right ever. Um, and she, her policies are scary but what she said is even though she's far right she's gonna not go completely far right because she wants to be for the all the people so she's gonna go to center right but i'm thinking well people voted you because you're far right so surely you'd be better off sticking to what you are now i've said for a long while brexit we needed to leave europe we've left europe nearly um and it needed to happen. The reason for that was when we joined the European Union. Um, no, it wasn't the European Union then. It was called someone else. But when we joined it, there was eight countries in it. We were all industrial, Western, uh, quite powerful, large, Christian. Not that makes much difference. Countries. But we're all very similar. You know, Russia, uh, Russia, Germany, um, France, United Kingdom, Belgium, um, uh, Spain, Portugal. Uh, Italy, you know, we're all very similar economies. So we all kind of worked well together. And then that was like a gated community. Then what we did was we bashed a hole in the wall of the gated community and we invited in the council estate around the corner, which was be your, your, your Latvia, your Lithuania, your Poland, your, your, you know, still not poor, poor, but okay kind of economies. Uh, and then we thought, well, oh, what about those um, those tents down there and those people living homeless? So we invited Greece in and other countries like that. And then all of a sudden, we've gone from a one-eighth voting on laws for our country, because there was eight countries, to one in 20-odd. And the majority of the people who are making the decisions for our country, we can't vote for. Um, and no matter what all our uh, MEPs voted for, they could never get anything through because there was too many people around and we needed to leave for that reason. That's the only reason I voted for it. We needed to get control of our laws again. Um, nothing to do with, you know, um, people coming in, uh, people going out or anything like that. Nothing to do with that whatsoever. Um, immigration, that was what I was looking for. But now we've got control of our um, borders. I have failed to see why we're not allowing people in who've been coming in for years anyway, who do things like... Um, pick the the crops from the fields on a on a little um, visa. Why can't we still do that? I don't understand it. We control the borders, so we can make we can allow who we want in. So why are we stopping them coming in? And then, you know, people are mourning that stuff's rotting in the fields. And then we, you add the pigs that were being slaughtered because there was no slaughtermen coming over to kill them uh, humanely. So they were being um, put down and you know losing lots of money. And it's like, if you control your borders, then you control people coming, and you get people coming in who you want to come in. Um, but anyway, that's another story for another day. But she is far right, and 
I'm I'm pretty sure that there's a possibility there could be an Italy ex Italy exit Italy exit uh, Brexit Brit it's it's it it's it um, I think there's a possibility that she might want to split from Europe. Um, and that's another thing I wanted, and I could see that Europe was going to fall apart, and we're better out first, get ourselves organised, and then we can say, oh, Italy, yeah, we'll do a trade with you, you know, same as what it was before, uh, we'll do it with you, blah, 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 and then Germany, there's people in Germany who want to leave, there's people in France, Spain, Portugal, they'll see that us and Italy are getting on really well, and, and doing trades with each other, and be like, oh, we want some of that, we don't want this you know, European, and then, you know, 10 years' time, there'd be, like, three people left in Europe, uh, and then all the other ones around the outside as well, so, yeah. Uh, it could be good, in a weird way, that she's done as well as she has, but don't quote me on that. That's all I'm saying, because what do I know? I don't know much about Italian politics. However, one thing I will say about the Italian politics is um, they are fair. Um, and they are honest and uh, transparent. A uh, bit like this box, uh, which is a transparent box. And this box was in Ukraine, and it was the four states in Ukraine that had a referendum um, on whether or not they wanted to do join Russia. Um, the reason why the ballot boxes are clear is so that when the votes were put in, um, they generally open up and the people there can see what you voted rather than if it's a black box. So it's it, it seemed like a legitimate um, referendum, you know. Uh, you go there, you vote, and, and off you go. But no, uh, they actually went door to door with armed Russian troops in Ukraine, banging on doors like bailiffs, telling the uh, Ukrainians that they have to vote in this referendum um, and watching them put the cross on there. Where are they going to put the cross if you've got a guy or a few guys with automatic weapons stood behind you uh, from your invading um, the country that's invaded you, your soldiers from that country? You're going to put them in the... Yeah, I want to be part of Russia. Yeah, I just don't want to die. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it was necessarily the, uh, the fairest... A referendum ever, or the most transparent referendum ever, or even remotely legitimate ever. Uh, it was just um, horrible. So, the results are in, and uh, Luhansk, uh, Don, Donetsk, uh, Sarafzina, and Kyrgyzstan, um, they've all voted, surprisingly, to join Russia. So they are now um, part of Russia and no, no longer part of uh, Ukraine. It, completely legitimate in my opinion. Um, I can't see why that would not be a legitimate valid thing to do, apart from the utter corruptness that went on in order to get the vote um, and the uh, intimidation that was given out to basically the Ukraine people in their own country by an invading force. So uh, Putin, being Putin I thought we can do some lavish thing about this. So they had this big ceremony with soldiers marching around like they do. Um, a lovely big table, big desk 
lots of flags, big white room, um, and he signed a, a proclamation saying that these now are Ukrainian, uh, the Ukrainian territories are now part of Russia, which means if Ukraine try and capture back these areas, which are Ukrainian in everyone else's eyes, but not in his eyes, um, that would be deemed by Russia as an invasion of their territory, which is why he's done it. Uh, basically, as we all know, we've, I've been talking about it for a while now, he's been on the back foot. Um, he's now got the, the army being bolstered by uh, the reservists, which are people who've either been in the army up to 30, 40 years ago, um, or have done a bit of training with the army and have kind of signed up saying, yeah, we'll join the army. Um, and people are fleeing the country, as I reported last week, uh, from this because they don't want, they don't feel, if this is a military manoeuvre, why do you need all these extra troops? Where are the troops gone that went there in the first place? Well, they're either injured or dead, um, or they've run away. So he's signed this document, which means now, in his eyes, if, like I say, Ukraine uh, try and get back um, the land that Russia has stolen from them in the last eight months, that is the equivalent of invading Russia, which means then he can defend his country by throwing more at it, and he's even threatened to use nuclear weapons, um, and he says, I'm not bluffing, but obviously in Russian, because he doesn't speak much English. Um, and again, it's, it's like, why are we allowing people like this to be in charge of countries? Um, you know, the, the, we've got to do more to stop it. Then the, the other thing going on as well is we all know that he's been using the uh, gas and electricity that he supplies to Europe as a weapon by stopping it and the pipelines, I can never remember what they're called, um, Nord Streams 1 and 2, which run under the sea um, for the, from the tip of Russia right down, I think it's the Baltic Sea, and then into Germany or, or wherever. Um, so they're very long pipes. Uh, they've now got four leaks that have mysteriously sprung in them. And Russia's saying it's not, nothing to do with those. But the seismic activity shows that somewhere in the region of 250 kilograms of um, explosive has been used in each explosion or something similar to that. So therefore it's definitely sabotage of some kind. Uh, and if it is, that again is a slight war crime. What he's doing in Ukraine is going to be one tough decision for NATO to make. Well, yeah, I mean, the problem you've got, like I say, is if he's, if he's made it, in his eyes, part of Russia now, then any impact on that land he will deem as an invasion of Russia, even though it's not. It's part of Ukraine and they're trying to get it back for their people who have been bullied, threatened, and probably in some cases tortured, because, I mean, we all know they've been torturing people already and murdering people. So, yeah, I mean, you they come banging on your door and, and you've not been killed or tortured yet, and they say vote on here. You can either vote to stay in Ukraine or vote to join us, the Russians, and they're stood there with a machine gun. You're going to vote for uh, becoming a Russian. You're not going to vote to stay Ukrainian because you'll be taken from your house and your family will never see you again. You know, they'll end up in Siberia or a hole somewhere with other people who think the same as you. Um, and that is what we're up against. So 
we we can't acknowledge what he's done, but that means we can support Ukraine in getting that land back. But if we if if we if we do do that and he decides that Ukraine is invading Russia and he uses nuclear weapons, then everything just kicks off. Now, whether it's the end of the world or not, I don't know. Uh, we've had nuclear weapons go off before. Admittedly, there weren't many around at the time, and it was like 80 years ago. But, um, as pointed out by one of the Russian um, people, saying that uh, the uh, Americans are the only country ever to have used nuclear weapons in a war, uh, but they may not be uh, for much longer. Now, whether or not Russia is stupid enough to do that. I mean, bearing in mind, at the end of the day, no disrespect to the Ukrainians, uh, Putin and the troops and all his generals and all that thought they could go into Ukraine and take control of the whole country in six days. We're eight months in and they're getting pushed back out of the country and they've, they've only got around about 15% of the country and they're now drafting in reserves because their army has been destroyed one way or another by the Ukrainian people. Now, if you can't beat Ukraine, again, I'm not dissing the Ukrainians at all, but it's not a rich country, it is not an overpopulated country, um, but they've held off the might of Russia, then the rest of the world, we've got nothing to fear on them. Their technology is old. Um, a lot of stuff when they do that big march through Red Square, uh, May Day and all that kind of thing, you look at the stuff there and it, it's it's like you're watching a, a World War Two. Um, army movie or something um, the technology is not great so our technology is better than them we could strike them before they strike us uh, we could probably stop the majority of nuclear missiles if they were sent all over the world uh, we've got better capabilities we've got more countries we've got more people we've got more soldiers as a world against this one power the only problem you've got is China China um, them two are kind of stirring a pot heard a rumor that the president of China, who met up with Putin a week or two ago, um, again, only room, I've only seen it once, not seen it in regular news, but is under house arrest in uh, Beijing, and someone else is running the country, which is one of the military, military um, generals, um, because they didn't agree with the way he was running the country. So China could be an interesting thing to watch as well. Do you think the Russian people will eventually get so fed up with him and turn on him? I don't think they will because they're terrified of him. Plus, they're getting brainwashed. I'm not saying everything we see on the news, particularly during wars and everything, is true. But I think we get a better picture of what's actually going on than what the Russians do. Because, you know, we can watch Russian TV um, and it is... It, it's just awful. Um, I mean, I watched RT, uh, Russian television which is a news channel which I think has been uh, taken off air now. Um, and the stuff they were coming out with on there, and it was broadcast in Europe, and we're like, you can't you can't use your propaganda in Europe when we know what it's like in Europe. Um, you know, we're, we're all being uh, held back by the governments and we're all under control and all that kind of thing. Well, that's what governments do. That's their job. It's to control people, keep law and order. But it's not what the Russians do. I mean, if you... You hold a blank piece of paper up in Russia, you get arrested for uh, inciting a riot or diff it's a blank piece of paper. You get arrested. It was in China as well. Um, people have uh, objected to the um, recruitment of the reserves. Uh, many hundreds, not thousands, have been arrested over that. Um, people are fleeing the country. I think people in Russia 
because of the internet now, are more savvy than what they were previously. Even though the internet is heavily controlled, the dark web over there is probably a good thing because it probably lets people see news from around the world and that Russia can't actually uh, stop coming through because obviously you don't get Google and Yahoo and all that kind of stuff over there. Um, but it, it does strike me as a country that the people who live there think that they're in a better country than they are. But it are... It, no, it, it could be a better country. I mean, don't forget, there's a lot of millionaires now in Russia. Um, Gorbachev passed away recently, but he was the one, the architect, who brought down the Soviet Union, as was, USSR, um, and brought down the Berlin Wall and united Europe, uh, and it was all great and lovely, and, you know, you got, like I say, uh, Lithuania and Hungary and all them, but they actually managed to leave the Russian area and become independent uh, countries. Um, including Ukraine, and everything's wonderful and great and fabulous, um, and then Putin comes in. And what I don't get is why he's working the way he is, because he's basically trying to go back to being a communist state, um, and he's trying to run it as a communist state. I think, like I said months ago, he's doing this because he wants statues of him all over Russia when he dies, a bit like Lenin. Um, and if he's a big warmonger and he's gone in and he's, he's he's smashed Ukraine and he's got Ukraine back as part of Mother Russia uh, and then if he had done that he'd have probably gone for another country as well uh, and then the Russian people would think he was wonderful and then when he died or even before he died they'd be putting statues everywhere they'd have a mausoleum to him and all that but basically what he's done is he's just proven himself as a cowardly war criminal um, I mean you don't bomb civilian targets you don't bomb nuclear facilities you don't torture prisoners, uh, military, and certainly not civilian prisoners. You do not execute civilians um, like the Russian troops have been doing in Ukraine. So basically, what Putin's done, instead of becoming this fabulous Russian leader of, of the likes of uh, Lenin and, and all them, he's, he's come up as a, almost a wannabe Hitler. Um, I mean, no one could ever be as bad as Hitler. But he's going to be remembered in history as a really evil person and I, that's not what he wants he wants to be remembered as this hero he's outnumbered they'll see through his cold, old cold war propaganda and control which doesn't work in this age or does it like i said there's not as much internet as what there i mean there's more internet than what there ever has been but it is more heavily monitored um by the state and all the TV channels are owned by the state as well. So all the news that the majority of people who are not, you know, internet savvy. Because you see people interviewed, usually my age, you know, like middle-aged uh, Russians, men and women. And they go, uh, yes, I think uh, Vladimir Putin uh, should, you know, continue and, yes, do all this kind of thing. Um, but that's because they're old school. They don't understand the technology. And they've been brought up thinking that Russia is the best place in the world to live. It's the youngsters. It's the... 30-somethings, 20-somethings, teenagers. They're the ones who are more tech-savvy. They're the ones who know how to get round the the state, the nanny state that Russia's got there. And they're the ones who um, are, are seeing the, well, less of the propaganda and more of what everyone else in the world is seeing. And they're the ones who are kicking up a fuss. Normally when you see people protesting, they are 30 years old or younger. Uh, the older population, I think, it's just resigned to the fact they live in Russia Life's rubbish. Uh, 
you know, we eat turnips and the rich get richer and, you know, we, we don't get anything. Uh, we all drive larders and we can't drive properly, so which is why we all got dash cams and all that kind of thing. And that's our lot, you know, we just have to put up with it. Um, but the younger people want more out of it and they can see these rich oligarchs and they think, we want some of that, um, but we can't have that while Putin's in power. The problem is, if Putin goes out of power, who's going to come in? And what are they going to do? I mean, a bit like Boris over here. Okay, the guy was a bumbling idiot, still is. But he was our bumbling idiot. We knew he was a bumbling idiot. And we knew deep down somewhere in his heart, he was trying. Whereas Liz Truss, well, yeah, I've, I've said enough about her. Um, but yeah, these, these Nord Stream pipes will never be used again. And the reason why, they're not being used at the moment, but the reason why there's gas coming out of these five holes uh, that they found is because... They're very deep in underground, uh, on the bottom of the sea, sorry, in some places five miles deep. So a pipe five miles deep would get crushed instantly if there was nothing in it. So they need to keep it pumped up with gas so it don't get crushed. But now it's been uh, breached, I'm not saying sabotage, sabotaged, um, then the pipe is going to collapse all the way its length. But the gas has got to get out first, which is why you're getting all these gas pools. And this gas is just polluting the atmosphere which is making things even worse for global warming because this is a lot of gas that's coming out. But yeah, it's just it's just horrendous what is going on. Uh, and this is the world that we're living in at the minute and that's a tragic thing. It's just, there's nothing good going on. Apart from, back in England, um, <laughs> there was a, there's a ceremony that they have every year where a celebrity, in this case Kate Humble, uh, I don't know who she is, I think she was on Country File for a while, um, can take some sheep over a bridge over the River Thames in the centre of London. So that was some happy news. Phew, I'm glad we got some happy news in at some point. Um, yeah, not for long. Really, not for long. Now, I've been calling Russia and everything, but there, there has been something where I felt for the, the normal people of Russia this week, and that was, there was actual gun shooting in a school in Russia, which is almost unheard of. Um, sadly, 15 people minimum lost a life, many, many more injured. Uh, the gun person uh, committed suicide on the scene as well. But it's normally something we see in America. Um, and it, even there, you know, I am like, this is awful, why is this happening? But it is very, very unusual for something like this to happen in Russia. Or it's very, very unusual for it to be reported maybe to get a bit of sympathy, but not for the leaders of Russia, for the families of the poor people who've been murdered uh, in Russia. Um, and that is, there's a big difference. There is a hell of a big difference. Um, now, the British, not British, it's the Americans think they control the world. I mean, they're a bit like Russia in that respect. Um, I'm going to say less aggressive, but they did invade the Gulf, didn't they? In the Gulf War, that war that was a war crime as well. Uh, when they went into Iraq and Afghanistan and all that, which I've said many times before, uh, Bush and uh, Blair should be in prison uh, for what they uh, authorized and what they what they did, uh, with no proof of what they were doing was actually true. But NASA, gotta love NASA, they've decided now that they are gods. Not even joking. Um, they've sent the Dart. Um, um, mission, which is basically a rocket um, into a comet 
flying around the universe. Because that's a good idea, isn't it? I know what we'll do. We'll fly something at a comet, uh, not a comet, an asteroid, and we'll see what happens. Brilliant. Now, there's no, um, there's no air in space. It's a vacuum. So that means there's no resistance to something moving when it is hit by something else. Um, I mean, the, the, the nearest example I could come up with is uh, the guy who hit the golf ball on the moon uh, and the golf ball just kind of disappeared because the, the gravity on there and there's no, air, there's no air to slow it down. And the golf ball just kind of just went on and on and on. I'm not saying it's still going. It did land, but it went a lot further. This is in space. There's nothing there at all. Um, and they crashed this, this satellite rocket thing at 14,000 kilometres a minute into this to see what would happen. And the idea is, if there's one coming towards Earth and we actually get enough notice to recognise there's one coming, then we'd, we'd do the same thing. We'd fire one of these things at it and it would knock it off course. The problem is, there isn't anything coming towards Earth um, that we know of. And this thing wasn't coming towards Earth, but we still feel it's all right to bash it with a an object quite sizable at a stupid speed to see what happens. I wouldn't mind, but that was the artist's impression of what it looked like. And then when we actually saw the picture of it, which was in very grainy black and white, um, it looked like, a, I don't know, a rabbit poo uh, with all little bits of grain sticking on the outside or... It didn't look like a solid block. It looked like it was it was like just dust and rocks held together. So something ploughing into that could, in theory, just make it just disintegrate into nothing at that speed. I know it's millions of miles away, but it's not the point. the The point is, we shouldn't be interfering with things that don't concern us. Like I don't understand why we've got that bloody telescope taking pictures of galaxies billions of miles away because whatever we discover there makes no difference to what we're doing on earth and that money could be spent on something to help the planet you know like maybe reduce global warming or um, maybe go to the moon and make like a moon base or something like that something a bit more constructive rather than just taking pretty pictures of stuff that's gazillions of light years away um, but anyway yeah we at this um, this rat poo um, and we said we had another, it jettisoned the camera out of the back of it so the camera would follow it and see it hit the, uh, the object uh, and then see what, you know, what reaction it gets from it and I've not actually seen the, um, the picture of the, the follow-up camera whether or not it's just taken too long or whether that got destroyed in the impact, I don't know but if we don't understand what's going on in space, why are we interfering with it? That's basically what I'm trying to say. Um, I get I get where they're coming from. Um, Armageddon and all that. Never seen it. Don't watch movies. But it, 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 it's common sense that if something happens to an object travelling in space, i.e. another object hits it, the trajectory of that is going to change. So what we really need to do is, just on, to be on the safe side, um, have a few intergalactic nuclear weapons dotted around the world as a little shield and if anything comes up we just send one of them up uh, and just blow the thing up uh, and then we'll get all little rocks coming at us or it might just jettison them all the way around 
rather than being hit by a massive rock that killed the dinosaurs. But I don't see the point of spending all this money to it a, a rabbit poo 25 million miles away. It just seems silly. Hiya, Vinay. Vinay. Um, so, yeah, NASA, they do some good stuff, but my God, they don't have to do some stupid stuff as well. You know, what could possibly go in, what could possibly go wrong? Well, everything. Uh, it's going all right. We're just doing a look at the news this week. Um, weather, world weather has been bonkers this week. Uh, if you live in Canada, you've been hit by a hurricane, and the worst hurricane in 200 years, was it? Because Canada do not get hurricanes, but we've got global warming, so Canada do get hurricanes. If you live in Cuba, all the electricity in the entire country was um, turned off or, or the, the, the infrastructure was destroyed by a hurricane. Uh, no, I'm still in negotiations about the shop. If you live in if that's a rabbit poo, I don't want to see the rabbit. It's, it's, it's millions of miles away, you'll be fine. Um, and then the uh, hurricane hit um, Florida Keys and Florida, which I mentioned uh, if you're listening on the podcast, sympathies and everything. Um, and then, where's the other picture? So you think, that's, that's shocking, that's terrible, that's horrendous. But then... We have a super typhoon that's hitting the Philippines. The world's weather is completely and utterly top. I've uh, been ages since I've seen your videos, mate. Yeah, the, I've got I've I've kind of branched out now in loads of different things. Basically, think of this channel now as Channel Five, uh, where it's just random in the programs that don't really mix together, just chucked in cooking, news, driving. Um, visiting places, playing games, yeah, basically Channel 5 and this is my GB News section um, but only with better uh, better production value um, so, so yeah that is uh, the Super Typhoon yeah, but sadly many people are being killed people are losing the houses and everything uh, it is just horrible what is going on as is the results of what happened in the inquest of young Molly Molly was 14 years old and she took her own life after viewing many images on Instagram, Pinterest and various other uh, social media formats. She even got an email apparently from Pinterest saying, um, we've noticed, you know, you look at these things, um, here are some other links. And these links were to suicide, how to kill yourself, how to injure yourself, how to self-harm. And uh, there was a photo attached of a razor blade. Uh, and it had been sent to her because of what she'd been watching uh, on their their thing. Uh, it was a computer, it wasn't like a human who'd done it. And uh, the computer thought, oh, they're interested in this. Uh, we can do this, that and the other, and we can sell some advertising. Uh, so we'll send an email, and they could click on all that, and then we'll make money from the advertising. Now, they've changed the way it works, which is good. However, um, the woman who was sent from Meta, or Meta, who are the owners of Facebook and Instagram, basically said that all the images that she'd seen were fine for a 14-year-old to see, to see. Now, these images are that fine for a 14-year-old to see. They weren't even allowed to be shown in court, never mind shown on uh, British media, in the papers, um, or anything like that. These images are beyond horrendous. And she was looking at these images 
liking these images, commenting on these images, saying I feel, I feel bad, I feel awful, and Meta are just saying, no, no, it was fine. Uh, they've apologised, but they're not doing anything about it. And you're like, why are we using uh, Instagram and Facebook? Uh, we should kick them into touch very firmly between the uh, gentlemen's regions. Planet Earth looks so beautiful from space, yet look at all the ugly things going on right now on its surface. Yeah, I mean, it's very much like a swan, isn't it? They always say a swan, uh, if you, watch, you see a swan swimming on water, it's very majestic and it's kind of, you know, just floating around. All, but underneath, the legs are going like buggery. Um, and that's basically what everywhere looks like. You know, from a distance, it looks great. As soon as you get closer, you get to see the real thing. But yeah, I mean, I try and do this lightheartedly, but there's that much crap going on. I can't do the lightheartedness until I get to the American stuff because, well, they're just bad. Um, oh, the Queen, um, they released the um, death certificate and she died at uh, 10 past 3 in the afternoon. I thought she died at half past 3, um, but she died at uh, 10 past 3 in the afternoon, which meant that the people flying up, Prince William and Prince Edward and Prince Andrew, uh, didn't make it in time to see the Queen before she passed, uh, but she did have Charles, uh, Camilla, Princess Anne um, and the staff and two corgis apparently were there as well. I don't think the horse was allowed in. Um, and they put old age. Now I'm like, whoa, hang on a minute. You know, when I was a kid, anyone died over the age of 15, it, it, it was just old age. But now everything is, you know, oh, it was uh, cardiac anemia or it was... Uh, cancer of the heel or something there's there's something given out as a reason why diagnosed why someone's died it's not just old age and then the queen dies like the most important person um for many people on the planet and they just put old age so i mean she was 96 don't get me wrong i'm not saying she was young but i mean my mother's 87 and if eventually well not if but when eventually she passes I can't imagine they will write on the, the certificate old age. They will put something on, you know, uh, maybe, I don't know, uh, stroke, heart attack caused by um, uh, diabetes or whatever. They don't, they don't just write old age, so which I thought was a bit of a get out. But it also gives me uh, an excuse to show you the uh, Prince Charles uh, head, which is going, to, uh, King Charles, sorry, which is going on the coins, uh, which are being minted from now on. Um, it's obviously he's the one on the right now when kings uh, become king uh, their image they don't wear a crown but when women become queen where their image is on stamps and everything they wear a crown um, but I'd never do this when a monarch dies the next monarch on the coins stamps and whatever faces the other way which is why the queen was looking right and King Charles is looking left. Um, other than that, the actual coins and everything are going to stay the same. And all the coins with the Queen on and all the notes with the Queen on. Looks more like Andrew on that coin. I must admit, I, I, I don't think it was a good likeness, I'll be honest with you. But, you know, maybe it looked better in real life when we see it. Because that looks like some computer generated thing anyway. So it might look better when we get the real thing in our hands. Which could be within four or five weeks. Uh, we could be seeing these 50p coins. The 50p ones are going to be the ones that come out first uh, and then um, the other coins as they're replaced 
will have the king's head on and no doubt notes will be coming out as well probably within uh, a couple of months with the king's head on and it'd be interesting to see if they completely redesign the whole thing or if they just put the king on but he'll be facing the other way um, but I say I, I don't remember that but I, I do remember when I was a youngster um, because people said oh well the coins won't be valid anymore because the monarch is dead uh, and that makes the coins and the, the notes and everything um, you know no longer valid but they are um, they're valid as long as they are in circulation uh, for example today was the last day to uh, use in shops the old £20 notes the paper £20 notes today was the last day you can still take them to a bank and, and pay them into your account or get them swapped for the new plastic notes but uh, it's the last day you can go into a retailer and spend a £20 note um, so tomorrow uh, the 1st of October it will be all plastic money it was the same with £50 notes as well but let's be honest you don't see many £50 notes lying around do you um, pardon me so yeah, let's have a look uh, hurricanes Russian school Italy far right pound record low $1.03 went lower than that gas pipe NASA Kilio Mortgage deals were drawn six days after. Oh yeah, let's trust. Yeah, it was six days after a mini Brexit. She reappeared and she got interviewed on local radio, um, and basically standing up for what she was, uh, what she'd done with the with the economy and the taxes and everything. And one of the interviewers said afterwards, uh, if if something goes really really wrong, they call it a car crash interview. And uh, this woman said. The interview I did was not a car crash interview. The interview I did was a school bus on fire falling off the edge of a cliff interview. Uh, I mean, Liz Truss has got no idea. Those people who vote for her, okay, they've got a tax break, but they've destroyed the country in the process. They should have got Rishi in. I mean, the lesser of two evils, don't get me wrong. But, uh, yeah, absolute car crash. Horrendous that's going on at the minute. Um... Keith Bennett mentions Molly I mentioned as well yeah so uh, that's it for the normal news whoop, whoop, whoop. so now it's a case uh, time for even uh, meanwhile in America now this is stuff that's reported in America it's not all American news but it's where they report it and some of it's funny some of it's sad uh, but again we're trying to look at it uh, as light-hearted as we can under the circumstances uh, there's a bit more Putin, obviously, uh, a bit of Elton John, uh, Meghan Markle, she's she's around, uh, NASA make a couple of appearances as well, um, as does Meta, and uh, Virgin Airways uh, in American news make a thing, um, and uh, a dead body, and a wet cat. So yeah, all this to come on the Meanwhile in America section, so uh, let's have a look what's going on in America. So, two US veterans uh, have been released at the same time as the English guys got released, but obviously it wasn't, uh, wasn't reported over here in the United Kingdom, um, after being caught by the Russians uh, in Ukraine. So, uh, good news, and they've landed back in America, and they've been reunited with the families. Someone who doesn't like families, particularly the royal families, Meghan Markle. Um, Meghan Markle apparently complained about not getting paid for a 2018 royal tour, the new book claims. Um, 
she didn't hide her apparent disdain for royal duties before Megxit. Uh, once even complaining out loud, she should have gotten paid for a 2018 tour of Australia. Um, <laughs> it's like, you couldn't make it up. I've, I've said this many times, she's the Yoko Ono of the royal family. Um, Elton John, I'm not a big fan, I'll be honest with you. Uh, honest with you. Um, he's, yeah. But, he, uh, he went to entertain Joe Biden and 2,000 guests. Uh, for a TV special on the White House lawn, which is nice. But they could have done it in the more summertime rather than doing it in autumn. But more of that in a bit, I think. Um, White House thank the killer crown prince after Saudi's broker Ukraine prisoner war swap. So yeah, it turns out that the uh, crown prince Mohammed bin Salman, uh, has, who has been accused by the West of murdering the, uh, the journalist, uh, in was where was that uh, Turkey or somewhere? But anyway, yeah, he got accused of that and uh, not giving women's rights and uh, human rights, uh, all this kind of stuff. Uh, but he's actually helped apparently uh, these prisoners of war escape, not escape, uh, be released from the Russian um, prisons that they've been kept in in Ukraine. Uh, whilst, although we don't know how many. Uh, Russians have been taken back uh, to uh, Russia. Um, this is before the dart hit the uh, um, asteroid, but uh, NASA said they're confident that uh, its dart spacecraft will no longer function after it hits the uh, asteroid. Yeah, at 14,000 kilometres an hour, I don't think anything would survive. And like I say, I still want to see what's happened to the asteroid. We wait for that. Uh, Putin's crony threatens to send protesters relatives to war. So a loyal Russian president, Vladimir Putin ally, threatened to send the relatives of anti-war protesters to the front line in Ukraine. Oh, well, it's going so well, isn't it, in Russia for them? Oh, you've got to love them. Um, the, now, this is a weird one. I actually thought this was... Um, cosplay so that they this actually was a person wearing a red costume with a black um, kind of skirt thing and all that kind of stuff and it was some kind of comic con or something similar uh, but no a man a man will be sentenced to 18 months probation after pleading guilty to vandalizing the bewitched statue by dousing the uh, tourist attraction with red paint in the summer now I don't quite understand why well, to, for a start, I don't understand why there's a statue to Bewitched. I mean, I just don't get that. They were a crap Irish pop band. But I don't understand why you would want to vandalise it. I mean, the songs were quite catchy at the same time. But, yeah, it, it, that is just a weird story. It makes it makes no sense. Anyway, he did go to prison for it, which is not a bad thing. I think he had to lick the paint off or something, I don't know. Um... Biden, we've got to love Biden. You know, I mean, we, we miss Trump. Although he's never gone away, has he? In fact, he's going to turn up again soon. Um, but Biden, um, he come out with the line, she was 12, I was 30. Um, <laughs> President Biden shot viewers uh, on his Friday speech to teachers when he recognised an audience member and told the crowd, she was 12, I was 30. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was just they recognised each other 
I, I don't think it was anything else, but you know what? With politicians, anything goes these days, doesn't it? Um, Russian, Russians forced UK prisoners to record goodbye to his daughter. Um, so yeah, the uh, one of the British guys, this wasn't reported over here, uh, was forced to uh, record a goodbye I love you uh, message for his daughter um, because he'd been sentenced to death um, before he's, he got released. Again, to me, that is a, that's a war crime. Uh, I mean, the sentencing to death is a war crime as well. I mean, there's just so many war crimes. But never mind, he's Putin. Uh, Putin's top priest tells Russians not to fear death amid mobilisation. So the top priest of Russia is saying, yeah, if you die uh, when you go to Ukraine, don't worry about it. Don't be frightened of it. It'll be, it'll be fine. 300,000 reservists he's trying to find, and apparently he's not got anywhere near that many so far. Anyway, we wait with breath abated to see what happens. Um, a cannibal called Mark Latunsky admitted to eating a man named Kevin Bacon. Not the Kevin Bacon, don't panic. The EE adverts will remain as the same. Um, the cannibal from Michigan pleaded guilty to killing and eating part of a man named Kevin Bacon after meeting him on a dating app three years ago. I mean, again, what makes people do stuff like this is beyond me. There was, um, there was a famous cannibal in the United Kingdom. Um, I think it was called Nielsen. In fact, I think Netflix have done something about him uh, recently that's caused a lot of upset. Um, and it's, it, yeah, I don't know. Let's, let's, let's talk about people who are sensible. Oh, no. Meghan Markle clashes with staff over accepting free gifts. Meghan Markle liked freebies and clashed with staffers who tried to explain their all protocol for board accepting gifts from commercial organisations. Um, yeah, I think basically she thinks that she's in the uh, the crown off the telly. Um, I, 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 I dread to think how she's going to be portrayed if they ever get to the bit with the crown where she's going to be portrayed because um, an aide to Meghan Markle and Prince Harry said the couple were so difficult and tumultuous it was like working for a couple of teenagers. Um, Samantha Cohen, a couple's private secretary, was screamed at before and during the couple's flight to Australia, according to the author. Uh, yeah, she's such a nice lady, isn't she? <sighs> I really want to talk about a really nice lady. Um, oh, Hillary, Hillary Clinton. <sighs> Hillary Clinton has likened Trump supporters to Nazis. Now, I'm not a Trump supporter fan. I'm not a Trump fan. I'm not a Hillary Clinton fan, but I would never, ever, ever, ever say that uh, supporters of a political party other than um, the Third Reich are Nazis. I mean, it's you don't do that. There are places you don't go, uh, and that is one of them. But, you know, thankfully she didn't become prime... Uh, President, no. Hmm. A funny joke. Do you like sausages? Wieners? That kind of thing. <sighs> Staten Island has the best rated <clears throat> in an online survey. Uh, Cam Soda, the adult entertainment company behind a newly launched um, Gentleman's Area Review website, revealed uh, the Staten Island Ferry 
is the way to get to see the hottest sausages in the Big Apple. Uh, over the last two months, 1,617 New Yorkers dropped their trousers and asked models for their opinion on what they were packing downstairs. The Forgotten Borough made a lasting impression with the junk on the island receiving an average of 8.89. Now, I don't know how you rate one of them things. Um, is it size, length, girth, um, prettiness? Although I don't think they're even remotely pretty. But yeah, apparently you can stick a picture up online and people will review it for you. Talking of dicks, um, Meghan Markle. She didn't understand the Crown Jewels protocol. We're not on about sausages anymore now. We're actually on about the Crown Jewels, not like a euphemism for the area. Um, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Uh, not long before her 2018 wedding to Prince Harry, Meghan Markle wanted the Queen Mary's uh, tiara fitted uh, while her own private hairstylist was in London. Um, but you're not allowed to do that because they are they don't belong to the royal family. They belong to the nation. So, and you're, yeah. Anyway. An angler, Edward Polner, um, sues, is suing because he was too drunk to pass a polygraph test that cost him prize money. Uh, he lost his golden opportunity uh, to earn $200,000, which is a hell of a lot of pounds now, nearly £200,000, in prize money from a Rhode Island fishing tournament because officials didn't believe his nearly £200 catch was above board and according uh, to a lawsuit, uh, said his captain uh, failed a lie detector test administered by the officials uh, because he was he was too drunk. <laughs> it's like, you have a lie detector test to prove that you caught a fish. Uh, now, not a lot of people know, well, I'll say that, everyone knows, that the person who played Darth Vader in the original Star Wars movies was um, David Prowse who people of Britain will remember as the Green Cross Codeman. He was a very tall guy. He was also, a, I think, some kind of athlete as well. I think he was a swimmer for the Olympics or something like that. Uh, and then he took up acting, and then he got the job as Darth Vader. The only problem was he's from Dorset. So he'd be t saying, now, Luke, I am your father. Um, and it, it didn't really work. So he's doing all the voices, and he's doing the, the talking when they're filming it. But then they dub in... Uh, James Earl Jones's voice, so it's got that dark, menacing, threatening uh, tone to it. You know, it's like Luke, I am your father, kind of thing. Um, but now the 91-year-old actor um, has signed over the rights to his voice, uh, allowing uh, Vader's line to be generated using artificial in intelligence. So basically, his voice, if there, if, if he passes away. They can still use his voice for Darth Vader, but it will be generated via a computer. But it will be his voice. So I don't know how that would show up on the credits. Uh, it be interesting to see. Although I've never watched any Star Wars movies apart from the first one, which I thought was rubbish. So I've never watched another one after that. Uh, NASA delays the Artemis 1 launch as Tropical Storm Ian moves towards Florida. A hurricane, as it turned out. Um, after completing fuel tests, um, engineers... Uh, put the uh, launch back and I think they took it back to the uh, the shed that it lives in because let's be honest it wouldn't stand up to a, a side wind something that big and that narrow oh god Meghan Markle thought she would be 
Beyonce of the UK after marrying Harry. Oh. It's, she's like the gift who keeps on giving. I mean, it's... I, 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 I don't understand the mentality. I mean, are all Americans this stupid? I mean, yeah. Yeah. They voted uh, George W. Bush in twice. Donald Trump in. Only once, thank God. Um, but then Biden. Well, to be fair, yeah, the choice wasn't great, was it? Um, but yeah, she thought that she would be basically, probably the new Princess Diana. Uh, but no, you've got to have some dignity uh, in order to get the respect of the people, particularly in Britain. And um, it's fair to say there's, uh, there's none, no dignity being shown. Uh, there, where's that? Where's that picture come from? James Earl Jones, I think. I've no idea where that's come from. That picture. Anyway, never mind. Let's move on. Um, a twelve-year-old Texas girl shoots dad, her dad, in an alleged plot with friends to kill their families. Uh, a twelve-year-old girl shot her father and then turned the gun on herself after making a pact with a friend to murder their families and run away together. Uh, again, how are children aged 12 getting hold of guns? I, I don't understand how this is even possible. I mean, it's a horrendous story, but it just shows that Americans have not got a grip on one of their major issues that is going on in their country. And, you know, these tragedies are just going to carry on until someone stands up and says something and says, we need to do something about this. But again, that's just my humble opinion. What do I know? Uh, what else are we looking at? Oh, yeah. A man with a 48-year-old grudge was caught peeing on his ex-wife's grave every day by her kids. Um, I mean, why they didn't report him on the first day, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, he was that upset with his ex-wife that when she died, he went every day to a grave to urinate on it. Uh, again. Zelensky says Russian deserters will be treated in a civilised manner. And I was like, oh, that's very nice of him. But then I'm like, oh, hang on a minute. We've got all these, all these Russians queuing up to leave Russia and to go into different countries so that they avoid being conscripted as reservists into the army and sent as soldiers to fight the Ukrainian people. But how do we know all them people are genuinely uh, pacifists, don't want to fight and, and don't believe in the war? How many of these are actually being sent by Putin into other countries to then mobilise and come round the back and attack um, we don't. So for Putin, uh, for Zelensky to say they'll be treated in a civilised manner, I'd be like, no. Russia invaded Ukraine in February last year. Uh, this year, sorry. That was like eight months ago. The people that are fleeing Russia now have not done anything about it until now, until they are being threatened to go to war. So the time they're acting, and then they're trying to flee the country. No, you didn't do anything now. Why should we help you? If you didn't do anything till now, why should we help you? 
Um, and yeah, that's changed my mind. I actually spoke to someone about it today. And I was like, you know what? You're right. That is a valid point. These people have been in Russia, uh, not doing anything. And now they're trying to get out of the country and expect to be treated. When basically they have, by their inaction, supported the conflict anyway. Um, but again, discuss. Um, oh, the, uh, yeah, the military uh, hostages getting back. These ones have uh, ended up back in Alabama, which is great. Uh, but never mind, we've got Biden again. Um, Biden just declares Florida state of emergency and he postpones a trip as tropical storm Ian strengthens, as we know now, into a hurricane. Um, that's what they can do in America. They, they declare a state uh, a uh, emergency disaster area um, and then they can send loads of money to that without actually going through uh, Congress or anything, which is very helpful because the money gets there really, really quick and that's what they need to help rebuild. Uh, Ukraine President Zelensky fears, I would say, that nuclear war could be a reality. Um, it, if Russia ramps up, or well, Russia is ramping up uh, uh, ominous saber-rattling threats, uh, he wants to scare the whole world, Zelensky said. Um, it's, it is a scary thought, whether or not he's stupid enough to do it, but then you're thinking, this is Putin, not Zelensky, you like it, but he is, he is very, very stupid. We know that. We've, we've seen how stupid he is. So, yeah, I think we've just got to keep an eye on it. Meanwhile, uh, Vice President Harris is visiting Seoul, or is about to visit Seoul when this was printed. So North Korea, because uh, Seoul's the capital of South Korea, has been la launching a ballistic missile. I mean, there's one there, but they've done a couple more since as well uh, to show their, um, their strength. Uh, and that they're not scared of America. So what have American done? Uh, US-South Korea launch drills after the North Korean missile launch. So the USA and South Korea launched joint military drill off the Korea Peninsula uh, as a show of strength against North Korea. I mean, look at all them planes on that ship. Um, I mean, there are more planes on that ship than we've got planes, I think, in our uh, Air Force. I mean, that is a lot of planes on one ship. I mean, you know, is is Kim Jong Un that mad that he would he thinks he could he could take on and beat uh, the Americans? I I, I I hope not. Genuinely, for for his safety, never mind the world's safety. Uh, it, it's just a scary thought. But um, yeah, it's gone on since then as well. Japan's joined in, but we may get more of that later. Uh, Beyond Sausage. Now, last week I reported that one of the founders of Beyond Sausage had been arrested for uh, biting the nose of someone he was having an argument with. And I, and I pointed out the irony that he's vegetarian and uh, he was trying a bit of cannibalism by eating, you know, biting the nose of someone. I mean, how the hell you get to bite a nose of someone? I have no idea. Uh, but, again, uh, Beyond Meat... Um, are in well this is beyond a sausage but not the uh, it's hot Italian it's not from uh, Stanton Island um, <laughs> alternative protein brands such as Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods are in the midst of a sales slump that's because their food is crap I mean I've reviewed Beyond Meat burgers and they are garbage 
the McPlant is a Beyond Meat burger and it is crap. My argument with these foods are how much energy does it take to convert vegetables to look and have the texture of meat yet fail abysmally because they don't. Um, they're, they're not green, they're not environmentally friendly and they taste like crap. Um, I don't get the I don't get how making something look like a burger or making something look like a sausage but taste like mush uh, is, is going to help people become vegetarian. Just make vegetarian things that are obviously vegetables. Um, that might work better. But I noticed, and it was pointed out, there was a social media post as well recently. Um, the Queen's funeral was on Monday um, uh, last week. And on the Sunday, you went to a supermarket and all the shelves uh, in the fridges were, were pretty much empty. There was like a couple of chickens, uh, a pack of minced beef and all that kind of stuff. But you looked at the vegetarian section and it looked like it did every day of the week. Because people were panic buying for, you know, Saturday, Sunday and Monday because the shops were shut on Monday. So they were buying all meats, fresh meats and all that kind of stuff. But they weren't buying Beyond Meat or anything like that because it, it, it's just not fit for purpose. I don't understand how, um, how, it, how it's meant to be better for the planet. I get that no cows were involved in the making of it. But there's a lot of energy involved in, in making a pea look like a sausage. Um, so yeah, I think that bubble's burst. And yeah, they are woke as well. And I think anything woke. I, I think anyone who's woke... Because I think the, the rando idea, with uh, which um, the previous administration over here had, uh, which was uh, any illegal immigrants coming here uh, get sent on a plane to Rwanda, which is in Africa. Um, and then they're claim is dealt with and if they're legitimately allowed to come to England they get flown back again and if they're not they get flown back to wherever they come from and I think that's a brilliant idea but I think we should take it further um, not for the I don't think it's a brilliant idea sending refugees to uh, Rwanda don't get me wrong but I think the, the principle of the thing could be used for other things so I think all the walk people on the planet should be put on a big rocket and sent to Mars and I, I don't mean you know in a horrible way um, build a little town and city there and they can be as woke as they want within their own, they can have their own little planet and they can do what they want and they can be woke and live in woke life and everything will be woke and it will be great and we can just get on with being human and mammals and existing in a way that works rather than trying to please everybody all the time and not offend everybody all the time uh, when I was a kid there was an old thing that said sticks and stones may break your bones but names will never hurt me uh, nowadays, I mean, I've got a grandson who's four. I'm terrified of when he gets to 12 or 13 or 14 and he gets interested in girls. If he does, I don't know. But, you know, what uh, is this the end of the... Is woke going to destroy the human race? Because lads will be too terrified to even look at girls, never mind, you know, go out with them and, and eventually have babies with them. I can't imagine. So, yeah, it's a, it's a strange world we're living in. And I think woke people... Including all everyone who you know, Beyond Meat could be the the sole provider of food on the on Mars. I think that'd be brilliant. I think we should do that. So let's all save up and send the walk people away. Um, Ted Cruz, everyone's favourite idiot in America after Donald Trump and Biden, um, has hailed a spectacular election victory for Italy's far right coalition led by Giorgia Meloni. 
Um, he, he's really, really happy because she's got in. And I'm like, that's another reason that maybe we shouldn't be happy. Because if Ted Cruz thinks it's a good idea, it's obviously not. But there has been a birth. Oh, it's been a, the planet's had a baby. Oh, that's nice. Um, a new baby island has been spotted in the middle of the ocean hours after an underwater volcano erupted not far from Australia. Uh, the underwater home reef volcano uh, found in the central Tonga Islands erupted and within hours the Earth's newest landmass had formed. Land from the volcano was cooled by the ocean water forming the island which grew in size over several days. Oh, congratulations planet Earth. We're destroying it, but you're still producing new land masses, which is great. Sadly, it'll probably get flooded with the global warming and the levels of the sea rising, but, you know, kill them while they're young. The land mass, not anything else. Um, Moscow are sending guards to the border as Russians try and flee the draft. So, um, at least one Russian border crossing uh, is armed to the teeth as young men try to flee. President Vladimir Putin's mobilisation um, has sent Federal Security Service forces to the borders to um, try and convince people trying to leave the country to join the army. I think they're wasting their time. Nearly 50 Californian sheriff deputies barred from active service for sale failing psych evaluations. Wow, only 50? I mean, I'm not an expert. I don't know the numbers of, of police in uh, California, uh, or sheriff deputies in California. I can't imagine there's many more than 50, if only 50 of them have been uh, barred from active duty. The American police uh, seem to kill more people by guns than any other class of people in society in America. At least that's how it comes across over here anyway. Um, it, 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 yeah, there's definitely something wrong with the mental health of people uh, in America, particularly police officers. So I think maybe they need to do more evaluations because you cannot have any more disgusting actions by the authorities, by the police. Um, I mean, you know, America's lost a lot of credibility anyway with the rest of the world for the way that things have been going on over there. But uh, the police force, they've got to be the one uh, group of people on the streets who are actually doing the right thing. And they're not. They're always in the news for doing the wrong thing. Uh, Meta disabled Russian propaganda network targeting Europe. Right. Just remind you, Russia has been a naughty boy for a very long while. A very very long one got particularly naughty in february which is like eight months ago or whatever and only now meta have disabled the russian propaganda network targeting europe only now now we've had uh, vote rigging or uh, interference and stuff like that going on for a long while and only now they decide to do it these big companies they need to be held to account for a lot more than what they are the IRS sent over one billion in child, uh, one billion dollars in child tax credit payments to ineligible households. So basically, lots of households got cash for child benefit who weren't entitled to it. They either 
didn't have children or didn't have the number of children stated or had lied about the number of children they had but they got the money anyway Trump at last some sense some sense in the world what's he said uh, Trump warns of possible World War 3 over Ukraine and Taiwan oh former President Donald Trump warned on Tuesday that World War 3 could erupt over Ukraine or Taiwan said uh, he said and said Russian President Vladimir Putin's threat of unleashing nuclear weapons made this thing a very bad and very dangerous time sorry a very bad uh, no I can't do his voice anymore no. China China Taiwan no can't do it uh, during an appearance on 77 WABC radio Trump was asked about uh, was asked what things kept you up at night I think more than anything else I think we could end up in World War three and it could be all horrible things that took place in Ukraine oh, I mean I think we all know there's a possibility that we could get World War three from Ukraine we don't need him telling us and I'll be honest if he was still president we'd probably be already in World War three um, but thankfully he's not but uh, yeah go on Trump keep going keep going so you fall into the sea um, gunmen kill team football player and injure four teammates in an ambush again horrendous two gunmen terrorize it says I mean it's more than terrorizing um, killed a football player and injuring four of his teammates in an ambush the violence erupted outside the Roxburgh High School in Philadelphia at 4.30 p.m. as the boys were leaving football practice I assume um, oh no a football matches against two other schools Again, the, these are people who shouldn't have access to guns. I mean, you know, you might have a fight outside, you know, your, your play is better than my play or whatever. Um, my team, my school's better than your school. I mean, there was always, when I was at school, there was always, um, you know, fights with the other school. My school was called Copley. Uh, and there was another school called West Hill. And West Hill was an old boys school. It was like a grammar school. And there was always these fights that were going on. And there was this, you know, turf rivalry. They're about up to two miles apart they're not like next to each other schools there's 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 quite a considerable gap between them um but there was always this animosity if you if you're in the town center and you saw someone from the other school and you were in uniform you know you 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 shout a little bit of abuse at them um but you know it was always we were always being told that there was a big scrap going on between the schools you know near the canal or um on some industrial wasteland but i never went because i was a I'm a lover, not a fighter. As long as I don't have to touch people in any way, that's fine. I can love you from a distance. Um, and I've never had a fight in my life, actually. I've never had a punch-up uh, at all, which is uh, I, I find very bizarre. Uh, but also, very, I'm very pleased about that. Um, but yeah, can you imagine guns in the United Kingdom? We, well, we, I don't think we're daft enough to use them, to be honest. And there's only like a very, very small percentage of people who uh, actually do use guns in the UK. Um... Now this, I know you've got a lot to remember when you're President of the United States of America, but uh, when you're doing a speech and then you ask where uh, an individual is, whom you've very recently uh, mentioned uh, or give a tribute to after their passing, it does make you wonder what is going on inside that man's head. Uh, but like I say, the family forgive him, um, but it, 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 yeah, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's been back to Auschwitz. He said he'd I'll be back. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger visited Auschwitz Nazi death camp on Wednesday to deliver a message against prejudice and hate. The Terminator actor, he's done all things as well, uh, met with a Holocaust survivor, a son of a Holocaust survivors, and uh, a, woman, a woman who was forced into experiments by Nazi doctors. Um, he also saw the barracks, watchtowers, and remains of the gas chambers, as well as uh, placed candles on the uh, uh, monument um, to uh, a remembrance area that they've got. Now, you can't, I mean, you know, we, we live in mad times, but I mean, we didn't live through World War II. It's very unlikely anyone listening to this or watching this uh, lived through World War Two, And we cannot imagine the hell that people went through, which wasn't hell from nature. It was hell from other people, from other human beings, i.e. the Nazis. Um, and Arnold Schwarzenegger's gone there to prove a point. Uh, obviously, Auschwitz is in Austria. He's Austrian. Um, so he's gone to prove a point and show his support. Uh, and, you know, these things must never happen again. But it, it's kind of apt when what is going on in Ukraine is going on. I'm, I'm not saying it's the same by any stretch of the imagination of what Hitler did. But there are some similarities and we need to uh, make sure it doesn't get to the stage where it got to uh, in World War Two. Um, a sign. Uh, a mountain lion attacked a seven-year-old California uh, boy. Uh, who was walking in a park. Uh, it, it bit him on the buttocks, which seems a bit weird. Um, officials said the uh, young boy was walking up some stairs and, and was, attacked, was attacked from behind by a mountain lion and bitten on the buttocks. Uh, thankfully, the boy's injuries are non-life-threatening and he's expected to make a full recovery, but when he's about 17 or 18, that is going to be his chat-up line. Assuming you can have chet-up lines when he's 17 or 18 in 10 years' time. In a pub, I got bit by a mountain lion. Do you want to see my scars? And then just drops his pants. Um, but yeah, thankfully he was okay. And that's the main thing. And then they put a, line, uh, a sign up saying, uh, watch out for mountain lions. Mm. Um, Disney World asks hotel guests to shelter uh, on site during Hurricane uh, Ian as the parks close. Now... They did it right compared to how Centre Parks uh, did it for the Queen's funeral. Uh, Centre Parks is a uh, an outdoor country activity centre where people can stay uh, in the centre of the uh, country, and it's in the uh, I think it's in Sherwood Forest or on the outskirts of Sherwood Forest, which is where Robin Hood lived, uh, as referenced earlier on. Um, anyway, the uh, Centre Parks asked their residents to completely leave and vacate the premises for the day of the Queen's funeral. Um, and then after a furore, they backtracked and said, you can stay, but you've got to stay in your cabins and your, your rooms and everything. Um, and they just handled it really badly. Uh, it wasn't a, a major weather event. It was just a funeral and the staff were having a bank holiday. Now, I'm pretty sure that the staff at Centre Parks work bank holidays normally anyway. Uh, because it's a holiday centre and people would go there for the day on a bank holiday to enjoy the facilities. But anyway, it was completely cack-handedly handled. But Disney uh, World seemed to have handled this as well as they could do under the circumstances. And hopefully everyone was okay um, and uh, 
got out and hopefully Disney World was still there afterwards. Uh, Virgin Atlantic scraps gendered uniforms. Way hey, woke! Um, <laughs> and they're going to hand out pronoun badges. So it'll say like Richard, he, him, or Richard, uh, she, him, or Richard, or whatever. Um, again, it's woke. Virgin Atlantic revealed a revamp uniform uh, on a policy on Wednesday that will do away with gender clothing requirements for its staff and introduce pronoun badges for crew members and customers. Um, effective immediately, all of its pilots, flight attendants and ground crew members were given a choice to wear either its of its Vivian, Vivian Westwood designed burgundy or red uniform featuring pants or skirts. So you can now wear whatever you want um, when you're flying uh, with Virgin Airways. Now, I'm not approved by any stretch of the imagination, but I think sometimes things just go a bit too far. Um, you know, things weren't right before, but like I've said many times, we've, we've kind of gone from one extreme where things were not great, but we've, and we, we should be around about here, but we've kind of gone all the way over here now, and then we're going a bit further as well. We're going that far, we're, we're even off the screen. That's how far we've gone. So... Yeah, we need to rein it back in a little bit and just be sensible out of things. Uh, Hurricane Ian wrecks havoc throughout the Florida uh, Keys, uh, which it would do. Um, again, we still haven't got the full results of what's gone on there, but hopefully uh, as many people as possible are safe um, because you've got to stay safe at all times. Um, and you've got to use precautions as well. For example, condoms on a microphone. A Florida reporter defended putting a condom on a microphone during Hurricane Ian broadcast. A Florida reporter captured viewers' attention when the condom on a microphone flashed on the screen during an outdoor hurricane broadcast. Now, that's one thing I don't get with, with journalists. Why do we insist on putting them out? in the middle of a hurricane, typhoon, earthquake, whatever it is, when the whole population has been told to evacuate and you've got a poor cameraman or woman and a reporter stood just about hanging on for dear life that could be struck by any amount of debris blowing past or swept away, but for news entertainment, they've got to be there. I don't get it. They can report we've got webcams everywhere and there was a webcam of one of the big bridges in Florida that you could watch live as the hurricane came in um, surely they'd be better off in a, a hotel room or something when it hits uh, rather than yeah okay then yeah okay you're right there are some idiots who think it's a good idea to go swimming in a hurricane and surfing in a hurricane um, to be fair, they are referred to as insane Floridians. Now, Floridians, I didn't even know was a, a word. Now, I'm not saying, you know, all Floridians are insane or only people from Florida are insane. There are no other insane people uh, ever been on the planet. Um, oh, Michael Jackson. Um, Michael Jackson's chimpanzee Bubbles is in a secure space at a Florida sanctuary as Ian approaches. Just clarify, he isn't, Ian isn't a human who, who hates chimpanzees called Bubbles. Ian is the uh, hurricane. Um, but, uh, yep, it felt the need to report that Bubbles, uh, who is now a fully grown adult uh, aggressive uh, chimpanzee, uh, has been kept safe because, well, I was worried about Bubbles. So it's nice to know that Sunshine State is keeping care of 
former uh, celebrity uh, mammals. Uh, stocks rebound from 2022 low and Dow closes up more than 500 points. Um, all over the country and all over the world, the stocks and shares have just gone mental. And um, why is that not working? Is people actually talking? No, you're not. No, no one's talking anymore. Okay, I just thought that was brought then. Um, but it's not just the UK; it's every country in the world that's going through this. I mean, okay, Ukraine have basically—they're not shot themselves in the foot; they've blown their legs off with their uh, budget that we've done recently. But uh, yeah, it's a worldwide phenomenon. Um, India overrun by cow bombings in beef over government funding. Now, like, what the hell's a cow bombing? like a suicide cow but no it's not thank god um one way to call it elected officials uh on their bs a coalition a coalition of cow caretakers herders uh i've let twenty five thousand cattle loose in india to protest uh a lack of government aid in combating a deadly bovine disease so basically they're not getting the medication that they need from the government to save their livelihoods and the cows. Bearing in mind that cows are sacred as well in many parts of India and uh, Asia. Um, so these cows have, have got this disease which is killing them um, and not being treated by the government and the people who own the cows cannot actually sort out the... Uh, the medication themselves so they, they just let the cows loose in the cities and on the streets and why not hi roberts uh, i'm okay thank you um a florida man blaves braves waves in america no sorry a florida man waves american flag in hurricane ian's face that'll show him that'll show this massive huge thing i mean that just sums up america doesn't it though let's be honest that's like every american probably or maybe about 10%. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to wave a flag at, at the hurricane uh, because I'm American. No, mate, you're an idiot. Just get inside your house, stay safe, look after your family. Um, Russia tries to recruit men looking to flee at border crossings. We've already covered that. Um, but yeah, the because that many people have fled, um, Putin hasn't got enough men now for his... Uh, uh, is back up so he's uh, he's going to sort that out uh, a Nebraska school bus crash into the injured 11 children after it collides with a semi-trailer truck again horrendous um, I mean school buses are built specifically for school buses in America uh, they are they are you know a lot stronger than many other vehicles uh, I mean as you can see it's on its side but it doesn't look as badly damaged as, say, a United Kingdom bus does when it hits a uh, semi or uh, articulated lorry as it is in this case. Um, thankfully, uh, only 11 injuries. I mean, it could have been a hell of a lot worse. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a good story in the fact that the bus did its job. I think that's what, we're, what I'm getting at on that one. Uh, Hurricane Ian wreaks havoc on southwest florida now you've got to remember that hurricane ian basically destroyed cuba uh, and there was only a little bit said about this uh it's 
Florida and it's all over the place. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's really, really bad. Uh, a Category 4 storm, the wind's up to 150 miles an hour, uh, making it one of the strongest hurricanes ever to hit the, uh, the country. As you can see there, it's blown that poor woman's umbrella inside out. Horrendous damage. Okay, I know, it's not more than that. Um, the acting director of the National Hurricane Center cautions a CNN host against linking Hurricane Ian directly to climate change. Um, I, I, I don't understand how anyone could possibly say that this weather we're getting all over the world, remember last week I was reporting on a typhoon in, in uh, Japan um, and, and hurricanes dotted around here there and everywhere, the weather around the world is completely screwed and the only reason it's completely screwed as quickly as it has gone completely screwed is because of human activity. Uh, I still stand by the fact that if the United Kingdom uh, if, if the United Kingdom went literally green carbon neutral like that overnight it wouldn't make a jot of difference to the rest of the planet. We're too small, we're too insignificant size wise to make a difference. So whatever we're doing is irrelevant. What we need to do is we need to make sure, as well as us doing what we can, uh, America, China, India, uh, Russia, uh, they all reduce their uh, carbon output considerably. Otherwise, this is just going to be the new normal. And, you know, the planet is going to be destroyed even quicker than what it currently is. That's what you say. A cat lover was charged with murder for running over a man to save a cat. A Californian woman allegedly ran over a man on purpose in a bid to save a cat she thought he was trying to kill. Oh right, I misread that. I thought she'd swerved to avoid a cat uh, and run over a man. Because I, I wouldn't have thought that was murder. But if it was on purpose, then that does make it a bit different. Um, she faces murder charges after uh, Louis Victor died as, re as a result of his injuries following the accident on the in September. Um, she got out of the, her vehicle and yelled profanity at Victor and accused him of trying to run over a cat. Um, okay, yeah, so that's a completely different edge on that than what I was thinking it was. So, yeah, I was, I was thinking it was going to be uh, like, a, you can't charge her with murder for that, but yeah, you can. Uh, here we go. Now we're going on about the reserve army that uh, Putin's trying to get. Basically, it's people my age and older that it seems to be getting, which are the ones who, like I said earlier on, are not tech-savvy and believe everything that they get told by the Russian government because that's all they've done for their entire life because there was no internet when they were kids. And the youngsters are the ones who were trying to flee. But you can see majority of people in that picture, from what you can see, have got uh, a strong head of grey hair and uh, life has not been kind to many of them either by the looks of things. Uh, he's trying to get 300,000 soldiers um, and he's, he's literally having to drag in you know, older men. Now to be fair, in Ukraine a lot of the army are older people but they've been trained for their entire life for this because, uh, well certainly for decades anyway, because they knew that there was a strong possibility that Russia would try and invade one day and Putin had no idea that they were as well prepared as they were. Uh, and thank God they had Zelensky in power as well, because otherwise that would have been completely different. Uh, a four-month-old kitten named Thor 
Who calls a cat Thor? Uh, saved a Michigan family from a carbon monoxide poisoning. Thor lived up to his superhero rep just perfectly. A four-month-old kitten living with a Farmington Hills, Michigan family started meowing in distress while carbon monoxide from a generator in a closed garage began to fill the home. Waking up his sleeping humans before they succumbed to the deadly fumes. So basically the cat has been deemed a hero. It's not, it's a cat trying to survive. That's what they do. Any animal does that. Um, New, York uh, New York City residents asked for tips to rid of dead body smell. Uh, Reddit dead redemption. <laughs> should read these properly before I read them out. That's a Red Dead Redemption uh, thing, but it doesn't make sense because it's not Cowboys and Indians. It seems New York clearly, New Yorkers clearly know way too much about how to deal with order from dead bodies. A Big Apple resident whose apartment building was allegedly befouled by the smell of a decomposing corpse asked fellow um, people on Reddit how to get rid of the death stench and receiving an alarming amount of tips in the stomach-churning threat. Yeah, well, yeah, we've had a body in our house for uh, for 20 years, but you can't smell it now because it's just bones. But what we used was rice in a bucket or whatever. And I did promise you a wet cat earlier. And uh, everyone likes a, a damp muggy. <coughs> a Florida man steals hearts after rescuing a cat during Hurricane Ian. A Florida man became the darling of Hurricane Ian after he went viral in a video showing him rescuing a stranded cat surrounded by rising floods. Um, he made his way to the frightened feline sitting atop an air conditioning unit at the side of a house uh, as the water came gushing in. Um, so yeah, and then he went around stealing hearts, which makes him a murderer in my eyes. Because, you know, you need a heart to live, don't you? What do you mean? Cut him out. Um, but at least the cat was alright, that's the main thing. A Florida man is missing after trying to jet ski to the Bahamas. Um, he was trying to jet ski, jet ski from Florida to the Bahamas. He was last seen on September the 23rd and now he's been declared missing um, a week later. I mean, you ain't going to last a week. It's 115 miles and it's open sea uh, on a jet ski. What? I think uh, it, it so almost rings a bell of the old, um, you know, the man with the paddle in the United Kingdom who faked his own death by canoeing. Because that got into the news. He disappeared. They couldn't find his body um, because he wasn't dead. He faked it. They found his bashed up canoe, assumed he was dead, his wife got the money, uh, they went to Panama uh, and then they got caught uh, and went to prison for fraud. Uh, but it, to me, that, that rings a lot like that. Yeah, okay, uh, right family, I'm, I'm going to fake me on death, I'm going to say I'm going to jet ski. Are you all listening? But don't tell anyone, I'm going to jet ski to the Bahamas. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go out on my jet ski, make sure everyone sees me. And then if, if you come and pick me up in your boat, we'll leave the jet ski in the middle of the sea. Uh, eventually it'll be found, my body won't be found, but what I'll do is I'll escape to Mexico and then when you get the payout from the insurance, uh, if you all fly down to Mexico and then we can all move to Panama, that'd be great. Yeah, I mean I hope that's what's happened. I feel really bad if he's actually genuinely thought he was going to do it and has genuinely died from it. 
jet ski, the sharks enjoyed it. <laughs> a horny woman denies forcing Manning to rumpy pumpy in court. I'm too lazy to go on top. A woman is charged with forcing a man into having uh, rumpy pumpy and she's been found not guilty after she told the jury that she was too lazy to overtake him. Uh, I think, yeah. Uh, Imogen Brooks, 30. Oh, I could be cruel there and say, I don't know whether that's a rage or a weight in stones, but you know, I'm not going to say that. Is accused of pinning down the man at her home in Southampton, England. Oh, uh, after they were met on an online dating site. Uh, she was very drunk and horny when she suggested they should have a bit of rumpy pumpy and refused to take no for an answer. Oh my God. I was going to say only in America, but no, that's in England. I could tell you a story about one of my exes, um, but, but this is a family show. Uh, Amazon worker blasts customers for placing orders during Hurricane Ian. Now, Amazon staff in general have a poor life. Um, they work for Amazon, I mean. Uh, but this poor guy had 172 deliveries to make during Hurricane, uh, Hurricane Ian. So he did uh, a, a video, I assume on TikTok, yeah. Uh, I hate all of you right now, the employees that shared his rant on TikTok under the username, I'm Normal Poet. Um, I hate all of you right now, you all know, knew this hurricane was coming and you still order shit. I got to go to 172 of you, y'all, today. I hate y'all. Everything is wet. And I agree. I think, uh, I think under the circumstances, to be fair, Amazon should have suspended deliveries for that day. There's a hurricane coming. 150 mile an hour winds. They still send their employees out to do 172 deliveries. It's Amazon that are at fault. And people can wait a day for their bloody packages, whatever they are. Um, South Korea. Oh, this is what I was on about earlier. South Korean USA. Uh, they did some uh, manoeuvres at South Korea uh, Peninsula to uh, kind of rattle their sabres uh, against North Korea. But now Japan joined in um, and they uh, they held anti-North Korean submarine drills. So uh, I don't think that means they're drilling under North Korea. I think it just meant they were doing some, uh, some practising in submarines uh, to frighten North Korea. But nothing frightens them. Now, I'm not a big fan of things that are a complete waste of time. For example, HS2, which, if you don't live in the United Kingdom, is a new train line that's being built from London to uh, Manchester at extreme cost and environmental damage to woodlands, um, marshes, all that kind of stuff. They're basically building a brand new train line from London to Manchester to shave off 45 minutes of the journey. It is not a long journey. It's 200 miles. In America, that's like you, you nip to the, you nip to your grandma 200 miles, don't you? But no, over here, massive thing. It's going to take 20 odd years to finish. It's going to cost billions and billions and billions of pounds um, for saving that amount of time. Complete waste of time. Complete waste of money. Scrap the whole thing. Just maybe tweak the the train lines we've already got for a lot less money, a lot less environmental damage, um, and we might get half that improvement for less than a third or even less than a quarter of the cost. Uh, but uh, a new supersonic jet could fly from New York City to London in 80 minutes. Now it's always quicker flying from New York 
to London than it is flying from London to New York because of the jet stream. Jet stream because that blows from America towards Europe, and you're going against the jet stream when you're flying the other way. I know Concorde. The record for Concorde was coming from America to the United Kingdom. I can't remember what it was, but it was pretty impressive. Uh, dubbed the Hyperstink, the conceptual plane would be nearly twice as large and travel twice as fast as the uh, Concorde, which retired in 20, uh, 2003. The Hyperstink is 328 feet long, 168 foot wingspan, and would dart up to 170 mile, uh, passengers across the Atlantic. And I think that would be good, because getting to from London to New York City in 80 minutes... Um, it would make it commutable. Um, so yeah, I'm all for that one. Uh, you know, keep up the good work, get 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 it up there, get practicing, uh, testing out, do all you need to do, and uh, yeah, well done. Um, now this is pretty gruesome. The floods uh, that have followed Hurricane Ian in Florida have washed away the topsoil in various cemeteries, which means that there are some bodies which have become visible um, when the floodwaters retreat, which is nasty and horrible. And hopefully, well, I suppose they weren't expecting the place to be flooded. Um, maybe they have to rethink uh, burials from now on. Uh, New York City uh, push for e-bike battery regulation after a string of deadly fires. Now when the what were they called uh, hoverboards came out which are not hoverboards at all the ones with the two wheels that you stand on and they, they kind of tilt like that and you can go forwards and backwards and spin and all that kind of thing a lot of them uh when they first come out used to when you're charging them up leave them overnight the batteries would explode and cause fires and that kind of thing well apparently in america it's still a problem not over here now we've, we've kind of sorted it out because we have regulation on these things um and now they're saying that there should be regulation on e-bike batteries um, because there's been uh, a number of fires and a few deaths, including a uh, two-year-old and her mother um, inside an, uh, an apartment. Uh, and I think, yes, uh, definitely. So that is it for this week. Uh, we've got one more bit of UK news. And uh, this was taken from Sky News, actually. This is Sky News. Uh, I thought we'd like to do something a bit light-hearted, for God's sake. Uh, a trapped squirrel forces Greg's shop to close. A cheeky critter was captured in a branch of, uh, of the High Street Pastry Specialist in Scotland on Saturday and was not freed um, into the nearby woods until Tuesday evening. So basically, a squirrel stayed in a Greg's. Best had a weekend in Greg's, why don't you? You know, in Scotland, might not even be a Scottish squirrel. Might just got up for a, you know, a holiday, change of scenery, that kind of thing. Um, but why we're going to Greg's? I mean, I, 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 I don't get why people like Greg's so much, because the food's always cold. You go in and have a a, a steak slice or whatever, um, and I'd say nine times out of ten, at best, it's lukewarm. Um, it's very, very rare you're going to get one coming out of the oven uh, that will burn your mouth if you try to eat it. Um, and they're not cheap, and the quality of them isn't that good. So I, I don't understand why Squirrel would choose to go there. I think, personally, he might be looking for his nuts. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but that is it 
for the uh, podcast today. So I will leave you with uh, uh, an image of Liz Truss, just so you can remember what she looks like if she goes missing again. Because, like I said before, she did this, she had her new Chancellor bring this really stupid budget out, which has completely crashed the UK economy, um, and then disappeared for six days, and then only reappeared to do some interviews for local BBC radio stations, there are many, um, which one of them was described, not a car crash interview, it was a school bus on fire dropping off a cliff interview. Um, she is completely, Liz Truss is completely out of her depth. Uh, everyone who voted for her should be put on that rocket that's going to Mars with all the woke people um, because they've only done it for their own benefit. The majority of them are uh, middle-aged white men with plenty of money. Um, and what who's, who's gained the most out of these tax cuts? Men with plenty of money. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I said a few weeks ago that if Liz Trust got in, she would be, she'd be lucky if she lasted six months. I'm now thinking, ignore the first couple of weeks because obviously the, the Queen passed away and that completely put everything else on hold. So she's only really had... Um, like half of last week and this week so she's only like to my eyes a week and a half in um, and she's completely to everything up um, it's, it's amazing how she's done it people are still defending her no idea why but uh, I'm now saying that she shouldn't be in for three months um, I, I, I personally would not be unhappy with her being chucked out next week today in an hour's time she is a danger to the UK people and she should not be where she is. I don't want Keith Stormer in either, I'll be honest with you. Uh, if you want to know why, then just rewind the beginning of this broadcast. Uh, I, I, I talk in depth about Liz Truss and Keith Stormer. Yeah, Keith Stormer. Can't even clap. Uh, anyway. That is it. Uh, so thank you very much for watching. Big shout out to Kim Brand, Kim Brad, sorry, uh, Robert Brown, Billy Shears, um, JT and Rachel, uh, Vinay, um, uh, Kieran. I think that's it. Yeah, we've had no uh, thinking today, have we? But yeah, thank you very much for watching. If indeed you still are, and all well being. I will see you again next time. Uh, until then, bye. So yeah, there you go. Uh, that was the live broadcast, two hours um, and two minutes. It's quite a long one. I I'm trying to get them down to about an hour, but it's not working. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Don't forget to share these um, podcasts, whether you agree with me or disagree with me. It doesn't really matter. The, the main point is that it gets people talking about stuff and you get a different opinion on things. I think that's what the main thing is for me about these things. I'm not trying to change the world. I'm just trying to make make it seem that um, there are other options out there um, for us to live with and, and, and cope with and deal with and, and do stuff with. 
Uh, I'm not saying I've got all the answers, not any stretch of the imagination, but it's certainly worth um, you know joining in. If you can, you can actually get yourselves to uh, log on to YouTube and join in the chat. You get a, a shout out at the end of the broadcast as well. I'll interact with you. We can have a conversation. You can put your point across. Um, you know, if you disagree with them, put your you know what you think should be uh, whatever the topic is a solution. Uh, that'd be great. Anyway. Uh, I'm going now, so thanks a lot, um, and I'll see you all again. Well, I won't. I've never seen you, but uh, I will. I will speak to you all again soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.